Yo, what the hell is a water buffalo? Three, two, one. Hey, what's going on, guys? It is Old School Matt here. We are back with another Buff Talk. This is episode number three. We are here with the co-host, sous chef Levi Ruiz. <laughs> Without further ado, this podcast is going to be a little bit more towards our venue, a little bit more towards our avenue, what we do here at Water Buffalo. Uh, we're going to be talking about lifting today, so let's get into it. What's up, Levi? How's everything been? Uh, everything's been all right. It's been a little while since we got back together, but that's just because we're grinding, so that's how it should be. Yeah, it's been like couple days i think a couple weeks who knows yeah you guys don't know um but it, everything's been great uh we've been grinding really 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 hard levi's been working a lot at his actual job uh, and we decided actual to come job. today <laughs> his actual job we decided to come together today talk a little bit about lifting um this topic's kind of been on my mind obviously for a while that i want to do a podcast on and i haven't really been able to talk to people out there about you know lifting weights bodybuilding training and whatnot and i never really put anything out there about myself and what my philosophies what my you know, I guess the bigger picture in terms of training is not just the physical aspect of it. So it's going to be a great podcast, and let's just get into it. So yeah, um, honestly, I, I feel like when you lift, it it helps you in all the other parts of your life. You, no, nah, yeah, definitely agree. We're, we're kind of talking about that, it. That was the overall topic, but I want to I want to take that and I want to like dive into like we some specific so examples. L- so let, let's let's just start off with how did you get into like working out? Like what was the like, talk to me the first day in the gym, if you, if you remember. Well, I think it was probably, um, I was really weak. And then I was starting bath. Well, there was like, I had like this force to lift space. Stop lifting. Because I was like, oh, I'll never get big. Yeah. And then this like growing to love lifting. And I, I think um, it started with being on the basketball team. Or, no, I didn't, I didn't make the basketball team. Didn't make tryouts. Sorry. But I was... Yeah, you know how before tryouts you lift with them, you go to study halls and stuff like that. Um, I would go to the weightlifting and I would just start working out there. My I think my first bench max was like eighty five pounds. Everyone True. made fun of me and then fifty percent was like your first your first uh <laughs> uh percent was the bar. Yeah. And I remember I could only do nine of the bars <laughs> like that. I was really skinny. I looked like I was a high school freshman and sophomore both years. I looked like a twelve year old. No way. Yeah, I'll show you a picture later, but okay. it was really bad. Um, what, what, because w- the reason why I kind of asked you this question too was because when I started getting into lifting, we knew each other back in the day. Oh, that was farther yeah. into my, into my, that was further into your stuff? Yeah. Well, because you're a little older than me, but um, I guess I started off lifting in my neighborhood gym because uh, an older friend of mine started getting into it and he would be there and we'd always go there and just do like random exercises, not even knowing what to do. I remember I, tried p90x for like four or five days online i used to do that was cool especially the commercials yeah yeah. And i was like three months and you can get jacked i mean it honestly dude like besides all the bs like it, it's it's not bad like if someone actually does it and listens tony horton's actually a really really smart dude he's got a lot of good content out there i know people think it's like stupid and stuff and a little bit of a, like a marketing scheme where they try to like pitch this perfect body within like a short period of time mm-hmm. but the workouts and stuff like that on there are actually really good uh during the beginning of quarantine i actually did some of his uh, chest and back like way back in the day they have them online for free just some of his like pull up push up workouts they're, mm-hmm. they're really good um, but yeah I got into lifting because other people it was literally because other people were influencing me to do it and I had never really done it in the past before I was like 13 or 14 years old and um, obviously one of the big reasons was 
you know, the big reason to get into lifting for? <laughs> uh, to look good for girls. Yeah, for girls. <laughs> and like, I, just want a, I just want a nice girlfriend and they won't date me. Bro, I remember, I don't want to interrupt you, but <laughs> actually um, my current girlfriend knows this story. But I remember, did you, have you seen the movie Captain America, the first Avenger? Yeah. Bro. He so he goes from like zero to hero. He, get, he comes out of the chamber, he's jacked. Everyone knows that scene is like, wow. If I was just his level, I'd be done. I'd never stop like worrying about getting yeah. bigger. And nah. um, I remember saying like, you know what? I want to look like that. So I'm going to start my goals, short-term goals, turn to long-term goals, like we always talk about. And I'm going to achieve that body. And I remember texting this one this one girl, no names because this is online, that I was like, hey, I'm going to be as big as Captain America. And actually, some of my friends from my old fire department know this, but I told them the story too. And she's like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, why? And she's like, you have to like eat a lot. <laughs> I was like, I can still do it. I still remember that. And all the time now, I think I was, I weighed. Do you still talk to this girl? No. no. Uh, it was, and we weren't even like talking or anything. She was just someone I knew from a class. And um, I was like, sorry for the mic loudness, but I was, I was devastated. And then now I, I think it was 110 pounds at the time, 110, <laughs> five, six, five, seven. And then I slowly like gained, you know, weight over time and muscle. You know, fat, muscle, fat, bulking, cutting, stuff like that. And now I'm 214. And I think technically, I think he weighed like 210 in that, that video. And he's like six foot. And now I'm actually six foot 210. Okay. And yeah. I was so like, <laughs> I never thought I'd be here. But you yeah. want to just shut the podcast off and go celebrate? Yeah. Actually, uh, <laughs> yeah see that, All right, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> no, but uh, I don't know. Sorry. I haven't I, been... No, you're good. I felt the same way. I don't know if I have had, had like somebody I looked up to in terms of like body um like goals but i wanted to look good just for the, the like i guess the the clout that you you were supposedly supposed to get when you're with the uh, when you look good you know you're supposed yeah. to get a bunch of girls but in reality when you start lifting weights the only people that compliment you are dudes other dudes percent. <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's like when you um how do you explain it? it's like you see people that are bigger than you and you realize that even if people don't think that they're attractive or like oh no he's not even cute blah 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 you realize that if you have a good physique, your overall, I don't want to say score, but like the mental score in your head that somebody you think would give you is higher if you have a higher physique. Yeah. yeah like you could sure. see some dudes with like, I don't know, like faces like mine, no offense, crooked eyes, big nose, ugly buck teeth and shit like that. And as physique gets bad, you're like, okay, he's not horribly ugly. He's just a little ugly because he has a physique. I don't think you're Where ugly. Where it was skinny. I mean, you can think what you want, but like, when you're skinny, like I was, and you have, at least I didn't have that much confidence in my face. Yeah. Now, now I have self-acceptance. That's not confidence. That's just like, um, can change it. So. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I uh, I feel a little better now, but I I think that's what started. And that's probably what you shared too. You saw something in people who like had it and you were like, let's try, let's try and see what, what that's about. Yes, for a little bit. But then I kind of just fell in love with it. I, I really enjoy working out, obviously, in bodybuilding and training because that's what I'm trying to make my life, um, my living out of nowadays. Yeah. And obviously, you have a shared passion for it, too. Yeah. I would I would say that it was first that, but then within the first six to eight months, it, I didn't care. Oh, about 100%, anymore. dude. Like, yeah, it was like a switch. Like Maybe like the first girl that I like made out with after you know, <laughs> that I didn't think I would be able to get with because I didn't look as good before. And then I realized I really enjoy this stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it changed my life. Obviously, it changed my life. I wouldn't be here right now doing this podcast with Levi uh, if I didn't start getting into working out. But um, I know not everyone out there watching this is super into working out or super into bodybuilding or whatnot. 
Um, so just wanted to put that out there. That it doesn't really lifting can be translated into a lot of different aspects of our life. Um, it can kind of resonate with other people in different ways. It doesn't just have to be lifting. It could be any any form of exercise. Something that's going to push you physically because it's got a weird mental connection towards uh, you know what you do in life. I don't know if you'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I 100% agree. And I think, um, uh, I was about to say something we were just talking about. Oh, no, I, I really think we're on the 100% the same page about when you grow to like it. Because then, then you like link stuff. And this is what, what when we started the topic, like at the beginning of the video, the, th- the kind of things I was thinking about. Hold on. Real okay. Quick, real, yeah. real quick. Because something just popped in my mind. Okay. But the person who linked, who made me do that, because there's always somebody who has that transition, who kind of like helped you through that transition. Do you know who I'm, th- who I'm talking about right now? No. You know what I'm talking about? The person that we met through. Oh, oh yeah. Rest in peace, Philip Rosser. He was the kid who yeah. got me into, from being just a guy who liked working out for girls to like actually getting into bodybuilding. Yeah, he I wasn't know. too close. I think I think me and Ryan Trainer were close. Yeah. And I think Ryan was a little bit closer with Philip than I was. And rest in peace, he, uh, he, he died in a motorcycle accident, I think, in 20... 2017. Was it 2017? Yeah. 2016. Okay. 2016, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I even got a bike after that. I crashed mine in 2019. But I, um, if you ride out there, Godspeed, because, um, I work for Fire Rescue and I see a lot of the things that happen. And it's, it's, I think of riding like a drug. I don't mean to digress that much, but it's so fun, but there are consequences. Um, and you could be, you could be careful all you want and stuff like that. But, um, if you live in South Florida where we do, like, like I said, I'm speak because it gets crazy down here. Up north, up north is a different story. But no, you were you were talking about Philip. I don't want to interrupt you. No, no, it's no, real quick. Um, he was real quick. Let's just re. I, I will say real quick, but I, this is about digression. Podcasts are about talking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember working out with him ever? Because that's how I met you originally. You know that, right? I remember. That's, I remember us in the treadmills being total annoying me assholes. <laughs> me, you, Philip, and running Ryan. as fast as we can. Just, we're just running as fast as we can, like, pushing each other's numbers down and like pushing ours up. And like, if you're on seven point two, I'm on seven point three. Do you remember that one day specifically? I remember a day specifically. It was me, you, Philip. I don't know if Ryan was there or not, but we were running on the treadmill and we were running as fast as we could all the way to the left of LA Fitness. We were on the left side, like left side facing. No, like you from know, downstairs. It's the treadmills right next to the door. So, like when you uh, walk into the door to the right. I'm sorry. I don't please. remember that. No. I, I remember the ones on like when you when you walk in the front entrance to the ones that are straight ahead. Or I remember maybe it was. that. I don't know. But I remember us. I remember us being retarded. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember Philip talking to me about Russian Bear. You remember Russian Bear, the mm-hmm. mask gainer. You remember that? Uh, he was big on mask gainers. But that's how me and Levi met, and then we like reconnected. Uh, like a year ago, I, think I was pretty big on mask. I was I was convinced that mask gainers yeah. was the Bullshit. was the the key to getting big. When in reality, it was the placebo. That was, when I was on mask gainer, I have to eat perfect and I have to lift hard and I got to make this mask gainer count. When in reality, it was the because I would eat a good meal and then on a full stomach, I would sip the mask gainer. And I was literally gaining five pounds a month. I was I was too afraid to. To take mask in because I was a fat kid before. Oh, so I was like, I don't want to bulk up too much. I've always been skinny. And then I was like, I started gaining five pounds, five pounds. And I told my friend, hey guys, I'm 135 now. They're like, okay. And then one kid that was <laughs> lifting, he's like, he says, didn't you say you were 125 like a long time ago? Yeah. And then I was 130 like last month. And now I'm like 134, 135. It's like five pounds a month. That's like, that's not like natural. You're going like, to lose it. I remember people not believing that I, was like being real. I remember dude, at high school it was crazy like steroids. Dude, he's so crazy. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nitroflex. People thought I was taking steroids because I took Nitroflex. Yeah, it's that CFB in it. Calcium fructopyrin is boring. What is that, like two two hour testosterone booster? Is it a I think it's a two hour temporary I mean I could look it up, but I don't I don't really care. It's, am, I, uh, am I not natty now? No. It's 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 not even it's like a it's like some, probably some herb or something like that, or what is it? Um I don't I'll look it up. I think uh we'll do calcium fructopyrinus all right here it is the articles we can go to peer-reviewed articles i remember people used to message me saying you take steroids i was like what the fuck are you talking about and like the pre-workout you take that those are roids i was like no they're not yeah uh-huh. the gnc the worst thing you do right now i think is i don't really like any i used to but i mean i get drug tests now but is uh the pre-workout, pre-workouts with DMAA in it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you get increased focus, but like the old Jack 3 stuff, yeah, you shouldn't have that. It's like amphetamines. Calcium fructoborate. Thank God we took that out of buff sauce. Natural, <laughs> naturally occurring boron dietary derivative serves as an important source of bioavailable dietary borate storage and when administered orally is effective in ameliorating symptoms of physiological response to stress, including inflammation of the mucous membranes, discomfort, and was. Uh, I don't think that's calcium fructoborate. This is calcium fructoborate. Fructopyranosporate. CFB. See, this can is a increase. Okay, I see it. potential. Can it increase yeah. testosterone bodybuilders? This is a uh, okay, I see quick it. Um, it's chemical with symbol B found in food. It's like a medicine. It says dietary boron influences activity of many metabolic enzymes as well as the metabolism of steroid hormones and several micronutrients. But calcium. the effect that that would have on somebody... It just increases your, it. your metabolism of uh, of uh, using micronutrients. That's really all it says right now. Yeah. So anyone out there who is taking a product that you know says that it's going to boost your test by this amount and has ingredients that potentially could do those things, but there's not really a lot of stuff that backs it. Um, it says it's capable capable of increasing. Um, Testosterone and beta, uh, I don't know how you pronounce this. I want to just make a real quick kind of like clarification. When it says testosterone boosting, it's let's just say testosterone enhancing because boosting seems like it's going to boost it no matter what. It could enhance the amount of testosterone in your body potentially, but it's that's not going exactly to boost. You're not going to yeah. get like a, a 50% increase. It could enhance your, your hormone levels by marginal levels, not by much. Yeah. So um, also, I, I know... If you could educate me, maybe you know this. If not, we'll we'll look it up and maybe throw it in the next podcast. But I know you have testosterone, you know, made in the, the male reproductive organs, and you also have free floating testosterone in your bloodstream. Yes. And some some I know some um, supplements help you, you know, like reabsorb that from your bloodstream, and some. I think we, if I'm not too sure, but I think, like you said, the body has stored to, like testosterone that it has for specific functions in the body and then it has um testosterone has testosterone the body has specific uses for testosterone per se right i don't know how to express this very well but free test what was your question free test is like i i was just having you just shed more light on like what you know from what i know know we've we've tests that that is like made and used like throughout all day muscle recovery and stuff like that and then we have some like free floating in our blood, but we don't use it. A lot of it gets oxidized and just gets kind of like not wasted per se, because a lot of the different things that go on in the body have reasons that have, we don't just produce stuff for no reason. Um, let's just say, for example, let's take sleep, for example, 
uh, if you sleep, you know, bad. I know, I know this is for a fact. If you sleep bad one night versus you sleep good one night, uh, eight hours versus let's say three or four hours, your free test levels are a lot higher. Um, so when you're, let's say you're in a, in a state of trying to recover from a workout the day before, obviously testosterone is a male steroid is a steroid hormone in the body that helps anabolic, uh, helps increase anabolic effects in muscle recovery, muscle growth and whatnot. So the free testosterone will just be more likely to be used. And just in, so if you're new to the anabolic, anything catabolic is decreasing from, you know, carbs to, to, to sugars from, you know, fats to like lipids. Wait. I think I got the backwards are from, from proteins to amino acids and anything that's catabolic. Anabolic is building. It takes energy for, to become anabolic. It gives you energy to be catabolic. Like you break down stuff for energy. Anabolic is amino acids to proteins, you know, sugars to carbs or glucose to carbs or whatever. So just yeah, keep going. No. So basically the free test okay. in your body when it's higher, obviously it's just, it's better if you're in that state of growing. Like if you have a bunch of free tests, and you don't work out and you don't do anything that requires an extra amount of testosterone to help uh, promote these processes of like muscle protein synthesis or um, the trigger of mTOR in your muscle cells, whatever that may be. If you don't specifically have use for free testosterone, a lot of it just gets put towards sex drive. Mm -hmm. So your sex drive just increases a lot. That's why there's a lot of horny guys out there. It's not, it's not a joke. Like genetically, people have more free tests than others. Mm -hmm. And they can go back to the sleep thing. Like if you sleep bad one night, Versus you sleep good one night, um, obviously your recovery will be a lot better if you're working out. And a lot of that has to do with the free testosterone that I think there's, I don't know what the study is, but I've read and I've heard this multiple, on multiple occasions. It's up to like one bad, one night uh, of bad sleep can like decrease your your free testosterone by like up to 70%. Really? Yeah. Not your total testosterone, not your serum testosterone. I have like no testosterone. Then. No. Have you ever <laughs> so got a check true. before? Uh, actually just got a, I just, we did our blood tests. Um, Last shift. Did you get your test levels? No result. I don't know when results come back. I want to get my test levels tested out. I think normal is between. It's like it's three hundred to nine hundred. Yeah, four. I was four, four to nine hundred, four to a thousand. Anything over a thousand is like you have really good genetics or you're on steroids. Yeah, yeah. But like, like I said, if you have a bunch of free tests, like we we know a lot of people um, that have good genetics, mm -hmm. and a lot of times it has to do with their free testosterone. It's just that's why people with good genetics and high test levels that work out see like a compounding effect ollie <laughs> yeah straight up he's like, probably got high ass test well, <laughs> well ollie also i know ollie has got like a i know this is kind of like not weird but it's just kind of something to put together like people that have high sex drives typically build muscle better yeah that makes sense no, high sex no i mean it doesn't mean that you're going to be aesthetic always it doesn't mean yeah. you're always going to be like super shredded but guys that have high high sex drives i would say my sex drive is high but i can control it yeah well there's um, difference between sex drive and and, and like self-control I think, um, I, I get exactly what you're saying. And it makes total sense. And and I think I've known this before, but everything that comes with high testosterone comes with higher levels of testosterone. If you have lower levels of testosterone, you're going to have lower sex drive. You're going to build your muscle lower. You're going to have um, decreased amounts of energy, you know, throughout the so day. Think about like, think about free test. Like I said, I'm not an expert on hormones and whatnot in the body, but from what I know and what I think is the truth, um, like I said, a lot of other stuff out there too, not, it's not always set in stone. There's always new stuff coming out, new research coming out. People disagree on certain things. Think about free tests, like an excess of carbohydrates in the bloodstream. Like if you have an excess of glucose in the, in the bloodstream, it could either be used for something good. Like let's say you eat gummy bears before your lift and you're about to max out on squats. 
that could increase your squat, right? Like a lot of powerlifters will eat carbohydrates before their, you know, max out attempts or whatever. Um, the same way free testosterone can help increase the processes that are already in place, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So you have like a base level of testosterone, which would be your serum testosterone levels, which would be your blood testosterone levels. And then mm -hmm. you have excess fr free test. Um, like you were saying, that kind of just moves around the body without any sort of sp specific um, place to go per se. Like I said, the body kind of knows why, like it kind of, it's good at directing hormones to play in certain uh, functions and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But when there's more of something and you're putting yourself in an area that needs more of that, it'll be used if that makes sense. I don't yeah. know if you know what I'm saying. Kinda. No, that makes sense. Let me ask you this. So, and last question, we'll, we'll go back on track to what we were talking about with uh, lifting in but, relation to- But like to I said, I'm not, I'm not like a hormone expert. It's probably one of the things that- I thought, isn't that, don't you have a degree in endocrinology? <laughs> I'm not an endocrinologist, but I know what I know about specific for specifics for bodybuilding and like fitness. But when it comes to like, you know, other processes of what testosterone does for your body in terms of outside of building muscle, it's a lot of, a lot of what I have to say is just kind of building it off logic of what it does in terms of building muscle. You and know, you did your research, I'm right? sure. Yeah. Um, and I, then, so last, or last thing before we like re- Regress? Is that the opposite of digress? Regress? No, that's probably something totally different. Because regressing is like, okay, anyway, we're not going to get psychology now, but um, let's say somebody's out there watching this and they have a, a lower sex drive. They don't feel like working out. They barely have energy. If they have a busy day from work, you get home, you're just tired. You just want to relax. And it feels like an endless cycle. Do you think um, introducing working out is there a key to 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 kickstart that that no i definitely cycle? think they should get on sarms and pro hormone no, <laughs> no um, or do you think they should they should see a doctor about increasing test levels um it, or do you, it depends on how bad it is in my opinion like i might get a little bit of backlash for saying this but not 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 too much i what i'm about to say might you know touch people on a personal level but it, it's kind of like the answer that i need to hear uh, a lot of people by going to see a doctor um, might not be the best case scenario because a lot of, a lot of times men have low testosterone levels due to pharmacology uh, the pharmacology side of certain parts of their. Are you looking for life. the word pharmacological? Pharma yeah, is that, is that the word yeah. pharmacological? I'm not an English major, but <laughs> like a lot of people take certain medicines and whatnot uh, on their day to day levels to help them with another thing that's going on in their life. I don't want to be specific with that, but it could be you know, ranging from many different things. And a lot of those have really bad uh, and adverse effects on, you know, your overall hormone output. Um, so do you think going to a doctor- Now we're getting into like, I don't mean to cut you off, but do, do you think any any of those many ranges of things could be optional? Do you think aren't really needed? <laughs> so it, I, think, I, think, I think we're both thinking the same thing. That's a podcast for another time. <laughs> yes, I think so. But and like I said, it's a, it's a very complicated question because- as much as I want to say yes, I mean, yeah, the, the quick and easy answer is, yeah, you should get into the gym. You should put your body into a state to where it's going to require yourself to be more in in that realm. Like if you, how do I put this? All right. So like if you go to the gym, let's say you have like a hormone imbalance and you're having problems like, you know, keeping erections and, you know, you have problems having energy all day long. You're like abusing yourself. Uh with with caffeine and you're like i am right now you're like in a, in a negative feedback system you know what i'm saying like you don't have a girlfriend you're kind of like you work you come home you're exhausted you know you might do thing you might do things that are not per se as good for you 
in terms of like maybe you go out a lot or maybe you don't sleep that much maybe you sleep bad maybe you're you know smoking whatever whether that marijuana or cigarettes whatever when you put yourself in a bad like a negative feedback system which just like keeps pushing you back obviously going to the gym is going to help you break that cycle yeah but it's a lot deeper than that sometimes because sometimes you might go to the gym but the gym is not going to be the only thing and, that, and that's a lot of times people are gonna be like well no you should need to go to the gym you should need to be in a healthy lifestyle that's an easy answer to say and i yes obviously that is the answer on a on like a broad level but on a base level when talking about how to enhance your life and make and change that system you've been in it's a lot deeper than just the gym if that makes sense yeah but yes i short answer i recommend that anyone out there that's tired coming home from work or whatever you do or just always in a bad mood or always in a, like a lazy mood yes going to the gym is probably one of the top things in my opinion just to put you just to kind of like break that bad cycle yeah actually i think it's funny because we digress so far <laughs> that, that we literally <laughs> recircled <laughs> this is like a perfect segue and um with no further ado <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny with them for their due i i think when you start lifting whether it be to increase tests whether it be to to break a hobby break a habit introduce a new habit that's healthier and honestly if we're talking psychology um it's a good displacement um i know there's different there's different um defense mechanisms if you've learned your psychology and stuff like that and um i mean instead of repressing and regressing if you just truly think about in your head what's what's bothering you and you and you lift weights which is something people can consider aggressive you're putting up heavy work you're putting in lots of energy whether it, it depends on your exercise you could be doing sprints you could be doing sprints back and forth you could be doing bodyweight exercises push-ups you could be calisthenics um i i mean you both prefer weight training and um when you're when you're pushing up you know that daddy weight you just think about you know what what, what hurts you and um that's a good displacement do you do you really think about that type of stuff when you're working out? i used to but i think i have such a i have a good good life now that um i mainly think about like what well, obviously, I think nowadays because it's such a routine, it's more about the music again, the zone, and I enjoy lifting. I just think about the focus, the reps. There's so much going on in my mind at the gym with numbers and and personal and personal records and stuff like that. I'm more thinking about that kind of drive and and form a lot. So when it, when I knew less about form, reps, my goal, my goals, and what the next workout was, my mind would wander to things I'm upset about more now less. I think now more is about just the business in general, because obviously it's trying to make this like the the main thing that's going to drive my life and whatnot. Like WPTM as in? Yeah, Water Buffalo. Um, but I don't I don't really think about things when I work out. I kind of just do it. I, I enjoy it so much that it's like, you know, like, for example, for fishing, like for I enjoy fishing. Like if you if you go out and fish um, and you see that, you know, you're not catching anything, you're kind of just like there to enjoy the experience of fishing. Mm -hmm. I kind of like do the same thing with working out. I just enjoy the experience of lifting weights. I agree. I, every I, day. I, I didn't um, think about it like that, but I feel if that makes sense. Like you kind of, I'm kind of just there. Yeah. To that's why sometimes I can work out for like I don't like to work out for three hours, but sometimes you know, especially if you're with somebody you haven't seen in a while, or like if you're just doing a body part you really enjoy, or let's say I'm doing shoulders and then I got a box and then I got to hit calves and I had cardio. Sometimes you just get lost, and I just enjoy it so much. Sometimes you get lost in that routine that lost is just in the uh, yeah lost in the buff sauce basically, but um it's good. yeah actually but, and not to mention Ali again but like when Ali comes down my workouts go from like forty five minutes to an hour of like hardcore like no more than a minute or two in between sets to like we're just talking we yeah. work out for that's not I mean that's not always a bad thing it's it's yeah. it's good I I enjoy those workouts as much as I enjoy the hard ones um but what was I gonna say 
but like like i was kind of saying earlier like with in terms of like how do i get better well just just go to the gym you know, all your problems will be solved that's not true because not everyone enjoys working out as much as me and you do i i would say that you and I probably enjoy working out very similarly. If not, maybe one of us enjoys it more than the other one. Mm. Um, but I think that in terms of others and people that, you know, might not be so, might not be such fitness fanatics, it's important to uh, find not just a workout in terms of weights that fits them, but like a lifestyle that they can kind of like get into. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people don't even know that they like, biking jogging circuit training yeah swimming, swimming so, we box, can't even name yeah, whatever whatever that may be freaking uh pilates or yoga whatever it be there's so many avenues of fitness that it doesn't have to just be lifting weights now lifting weights is fun because you have bodybuilding powerlifting, crossfit strength training in general yeah just being you know the best shape and then being absolutely like athletic training there's so many different aspects of weight training that you can do and you can mix them a lot of them go hand in hand um a lot of people might disagree with what I just said, but if you're not going to be at like the top, top level and you just want to do it for fun, you can definitely power lift, bodybuild and combat train at the same time. It's, it's you know, yeah. a lot of the same things going, like I said, hand in hand, but for people out there that, you know, are having trouble and they struggle with finding, you know, let's just say they're in the gym at LA Fitness. They're like, I hate this. You know, I, I don't want to come here. This is boring to me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then maybe weight training isn't for you. There's so many different avenues of fitness that are probably better for you because you'll enjoy them more than just weight training so not everybody has to weight train you can weight train once in a while maybe once or twice a week or maybe once or twice every two weeks but staying active and pushing yourself physically in my opinion is extremely important because it translates over a lot of mental toughness uh you learn how to push yourself and you learn how to get in tune with yourself in terms of the physicality um and the the mentality of things if that makes sense yeah and i think yeah i agree any any type of physical fitness and you could just find what works for you, and um, I think like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this this part of the conversation by saying like, it's even if you think working out is not for me, working out doesn't have to be you know getting on the bench press and putting up you know three plates. It can be um, if you if you have a dog and you love dogs, bro, or you know just run with your dogs, walk with your dogs, go out and play fetch with them like i don't think i i my my buddy has this uh great dane there's no better workout than playing fetch with a great dane there's no way you can outrun this thing it is a beast it, it'll knock you over if you, you guys it's crazy i think um if you have small puppies actually my old captain he was literally telling me he's like he has a he's a pit bull and he has a chihuahua i don't know if he has any more dogs but um he's got great cardio and him and, and the pit bull run for a while but the Chihuahua will never get tired. It's just, or I forget, it's a small dog. I I hope it's I hope it is a Chihuahua, but it's just that the, just the thing just keeps running. But um, I think um, Matt, Matt will be right back. But I think for the viewers, when you start lifting, and if you already lift, I think you can agree with us when we say um, lifting helps with every part of your life because you start associating. Associating emotionally and mentally with so many other things in your life. And actually, I wish I wish Matt was here because I want to I want to hear what he talks about when I say like just tearing things down and making them stronger. Like when I say that, I guarantee whoever's watching this, you thought of whatever it is in your life that 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 represents that. Whether it be uh, relationships, and when you go through the worst kind of relationships. 
you think it's the worst thing in your life. You think it's the end of the world, but little did you know that that was making you just that much stronger of a person, you know? And I think if, uh, sorry, is uh, I said the video, are you? No, no. No, no worries. We'll keep rolling. I was actually, I was telling them, I, I want to hear your thoughts on, on how like tearing things down and making them stronger relate to every other part of life. It relates to relationships. It relates to, um, there's going to be a part in this video where, uh, we'll, 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 I'll, I'll cut it out, but there's going to be a part where the camera, cause like I said, after 30 minutes, it goes soft and your, your phone was out. So okay. there's going to be a part where it's going to be random, random cut, I guess, or yeah. not random cut, but maybe just like a, in the middle sort of thing. Your phone, I don't think I had all the full uh, audio or full, um, space on there. Yeah. I don't know where it's at. I wonder how it works with the uh, the new space. But anyway, so now that you're back, um, I wanted you to to, to shed light on. Yeah, I'm not back. So, oh, no, hi. sorry, bro. Now you're good. You're so good. Make sure it's good. Do you wanna? We'll just kind of pick back up. Yeah, yeah, we'll pick back up. I was gonna say, do you wanna check your phone? Twenty-seven minutes. Yeah, I think we're five minutes past. Um, I was gonna say. Um, okay. Now that you're back, I okay, I wanted back. to ask you. Um, take a shit. Just kidding. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, like, how true is it that? Um, I don't know uh, where we split, but I know when you link mentally, tearing things down and making them stronger. What do you think about? Obviously, besides the gym. Um, bad situations. So like situa- situations you don't want to be in, but you're forced in. Yeah. Situations, um, uh, relationships, yeah. relationships, like friendships, um, business partnerships, you know, opportunities that may have fell through because not because it was your fault. Mental energy. Yeah. Like Any- when you, when you go through a lot of focus and you have like, like when I started music, I didn't realize like making high quality professional music like would take us on a on a fast day and this is a fast day everything goes smoothly it would take like nine hours and that's like not fully mixed that's like tracking everything perfectly well yeah i think that if you go back and you look at different people who have come to success it takes a lot of time like we've talked about before to get to where you are so your nine hours is nine hours now but if you think in terms of like long term you want to do it forever the nine hours is not always going to be nine hours. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, no, for sure. And I just meant but, like I couldn't handle that that mental energy before, but... It does break you down. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, as you go through more of that, yeah, you it gets can handle easier. more. Yeah. It not only gets easier for the same amount of time, you get to handle more and it feels like... Mm-hmm. A different well, time. it gets easier, but then you want to do more. Exactly. So like Just like the gym. Yeah, exactly. You 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 Your goal was to hit 185 for three or four reps. You hit 225 now. Now you want to hit 405. Yeah, you finally hit four hundred five, and you're like, "Is you know, is, is five hundred pounds possible? Is that yeah. possible?" When you're at two twenty five, you're like, "I'm never going to be a five hundred. And then you yeah. hit four hundred five, and you're like, "It's you not give, that give me, far." Give me like four, four to six months. Yeah, because <laughs> like I'm eating this Cause, perfect. Because I was, um, I was, I was not thinking much about doing this powerlifting competition, but I'm going to be doing one in about less than twenty, twenty five, and twenty one days. Shit, I got to get my singlet, um, and you know 
for me, I never lifted heavy, but I just started training for it about three or four weeks ago. Not really training for it. I'm going to focus more on the national one after I pass this qualifier. It's for the experience. Yeah, it's for, it's for the experience. <laughs> I, I hear people say that. It, but for me, well, for me, it's for the content and for the um, ability, water, we can get all into that. No, Anyways, I, I, just, I feel like you're one of those, those girls that do, they lift for like a year or two and they get new, uh, what's it called, into bodybuilding competitions and they get like, last place and yeah. it's for the experience <laughs> we'll see that's the difference because for me and now i know why people would go into a bodybuilding show looking like crap because they're doing it for the experience mm. i'm not doing this for the experience i'll be honest with you guys i'm doing it for the brand so we can get cool videos we can get dope content i can learn a different style of training a little bit increase my knowledge so i can help people out there too um see what works and what doesn't but what the hell was I saying about pot? <laughs> I was thinking about powerlifting. Oh, so if I were to ever do a bodybuilding show, this is why I would never really do a bodybuilding show anytime soon because I would, I'm so in love with the, that sport. I like it so much that I would have to do balls to the walls, look my best on stage. But with powerlifting, I'm not like a powerlifting fanatic. So the fact that I can kind of just do it to enjoy myself and you know what I mean? Like I can kind of just do it to do it rather than. Yeah, it's, it's not as, as taxing on every part. Yeah, of your life. it's it's. I'm not changing your entire lifestyle. Part. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I've already, you know, I've already been training for almost almost eight years now, and you know, just to just to test in new waters. Um, you know, I'm, I'm all my lifts are up by like my bench is up by like forty pounds, and I haven't gained any weight. My squats are up by like 60, 80 pounds. What from what I thought? See, I didn't know before. Maybe they're not as much. My deadlift is up like a hundred pounds. So like a lot of things are just. It's awesome. And like you were saying, you, you get broken down, you think you're somewhere, but then now you want to reach the next level. And it's an amazing way to express yourself physically because when you get to be able to hit PRs, um, you change the way that you see life. You know what I mean? Why do you say I can have it then? It's already closed. I mean, it's very it's, no it's closed. His phone's out of storage. Huh? His phone's out of storage. The market's closed, mom. It closes at four. No worries. No, just keep keep it wrong. The market's closed, mom. The market's closed. I I don't know where he's at, but the market's closed. I don't know why you're, you're frantic. The march closed at four. I'll end it on that part and then reclip back in. I go beep. <laughs> That'll be a bunch of beeps in the song. Yeah. And uh, that's why I want to get in that room. Just lock the fucking door. No worries. So let's start. Uh, start up right now. We'll keep the this room. Yeah, this No, no worries. Don't let me. Don't tell me I can use it next time, then, mom. Can I use it for like fifteen more minutes? All right, ready? Hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let me just get that one going so I have it set. Is that all right? With my phone? No, no, no with my dad. Oh, okay. You good? Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I, I stopped there, and then you can you can just come run back in. Mom, I don't know why you're freaking out. The market's closed at four. It, it does. So Next time, don't say I can do it, Mom, because this is the second time you've come in and ruined this thing. I don't care if you don't let me use it. Just next time, please. Okay, mom, you're doing it for the stock market. The stock market is closed.
want to do it in like another 15. Yeah. Hey, throw some ads in there. This video hey, will be right back. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I think. No beep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, um, I don't. I, I don't know. We were just talking about right before um, the intermission. Oh yeah, powerless of event. Your experience. Oh, yeah. um, I guess when, when I went through a few examples of what um, I relate to, and I said relationship a few times, but think very, very specifically, like what mentally. What was the end of the world to you when you were like in middle school? For me, it was like walking to class and and realizing my shoelaces weren't tied. I was like, I'm an idiot. And I'm like, everybody saw. You have the spotlight effect. Probably the, probably the, the, I was going to say something funny, but I don't want to say No, and then like, just like, and getting acne and when your hormones are going crazy and just like, I have a pimple on my face, you know? And then I, I've never, I don't know what, I don't know if I'm just an anomaly. But I never had those phases when I was younger. Like, I never, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, what, every, what do you every, think that might be? Every, it, it's just obviously culture and stuff like that. Maybe my life was going so easy for me. And I didn't, because I know there's other unfortunate people in my middle school. We, we had um, an, an unfortunate um, student who was living out of his car for a time. Mm. And him and his family, uh, or him, he lived in the car with his mom. And they didn't get a house for like, um, like it was like four to six months. Or, or not a house, a a place, an actual place to sleep. And when you think about like what I went through and what I thought was like the worst thing in the world, boy, was I in for a rude awakening if I ever traded shoes with that kid. Yeah. Like you, you realize like how good you have it. And even people in here, you're, like people could look at us and be like, wow, they have their own place to do podcasts like that. Obviously, we've worked hard and people know how many hours we're, we're you know, um, grinding and and how tough it is for me to go through things like some things at work and and how many hours a day you have to grind on, you know, your function to society. But um, I definitely think what's the end of the world. And, and think about this, though. What he went through, has, like that kid has made him stronger. And like he could probably go through so much. At, let's say let's go three years after that, sophomore year, me and that kid are both sophomores. Mm-hmm. Like what I would, men- my mental capacity for stress would be nothing compared to his. Mm. Let's say I had, I had like two homework assignments, an essay. And this girl, I like, stop talking to me. And he's like, yo, do you have a bed in your room? Yeah. And I'm, I, I would like, bro, the, the imagine imagine his capacity just to, to deal with stress, to be grateful. And actually, I think that's what our, our, our next podcast or in a few should be like, just ways to stay grateful. I think everyone can agree if you've done like some self-analyzing that gratefulness is a lot of perspective. Yeah. And exactly. I think... When it comes to lifting and, and just For going sure. through things in general, the lifting is like the, the it's literally physical stress. It's, it's physical sh- stress in your muscles. You're creating micro tears mm-hmm. in your muscles. Your Literally. body your body says, oh, what happened? We can't let this happen again. Let's overcompensate, build more muscles, more glycogen storages, creatine phosphate storages, ATP, and Ooh. whatever fatty acids this, this muscle needs. Let's make more and more and more. You get bigger. Q matrix effect. And then... <laughs> and... Um, and you end up your size increases and your muscle fibers increases. You you do it again and again and again, and eventually micro adds up. And so, hey, you look good. They're the best compliment anyone could ever give you for the entire week. Hey, you look you look really big, bro. 
<laughs> your, your entire day's made and like it's like four hours later you're still thinking about that you just said I look big today do you, do you, do you work do you, you work out right sometimes sometimes yeah you're like hey bro you you still in the gym or like when you like look at exceptional wearing the, I was wearing tank tops after he said it to me so I was like hey are you still working out and I was like okay, do I like do I smile because they're complimenting me and my muscles reminded them to ask me or do I cry because they think I'm sick <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know and they think i've i've, I've oh, been starving God. myself you know what what uh what's what's like the the worst compliment you've ever got before the you worst remember? what do you mean the worst like what's the, the comment someone gave you like damn the the like one of those where you you they think it's a compliment but to you it's not a compliment it's they like think it's a compliment um i don't know probably somewhere along the lines of like damn you've been eating a lot i was like yeah, like like I remember one time I was in. No, no, I met your arms. <laughs> you mean this? <laughs> and I was like a junior in high school, and I think like I didn't really get the concept of bulking and cutting that much, and I was like kind of like on a bad bulk, mm-hmm. and I didn't really. The worst is when you when you think you're doing a good bulk, but in reality you're fat, and you don't <laughs> you don't know that you're fat, so you're like, oh, I look big, I, I look juicy, and all this stuff. It's the same thing happened to me two summers ago. I was two twenty eight. I'm like five foot eight, five foot nine. And 228 at this size without taking roids and not having like the world's most pristine genetics does not look good. Um, it just looks, it looks good with a t-shirt on. You look, you, you look big. Oh yeah. 100%. But when you go to the beach and you got like, you know, my stomach looks like, <laughs> like there's no more, there's no more space for any more stomach. Yeah. It's not like a lot of fat, yeah. but there's no more space for like the bulk bloat you get. Yeah. So it just like starts coming like out. That's it starts right. getting blocky. It starts to like build on each other. So you're mm-hmm. walking around. So, I, I fucking I hate that shit. I um I remember no because doing I, it was just like that. Oh no, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was just say real quick. Some some girl when I went to the beach, she's like, "Did you stop working out for a while?" And that was when I thought I was like, I looked my best. I was like, "No, I was like, I was, like, not my I was like, yeah, I got an injury and I had no injury. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really hurt my spleen. And then, <laughs> and then I went and looked in the car mirror and I couldn't even. You know, we have a problem when you're bulking. Like you, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I've used that effect many times. Um, no, but you know you have a problem when you're when you're bulking, and you flex your abs in the car mirror, and you can't see them. Because if you don't look good in a car mirror, you probably look like shit in real life. I never have abs in a car mirror. No. Oh no, I'm just kidding. I I can have. It depends on what you define as well, abs. Well, I meant washboard abs. No, 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 I meant just like a, t- your- a tight core. Like if you look fat in a in a car in a car mirror. Your bulk is for for me. That's when I know my bulk is going a little bit too much. Well, I've never. I don't think I've ever flexed and not had a tight core. I think, um, when you well, well, obviously when you, just you know, out there, this is a this is a rude awakening. Abs, no matter what you see on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, they're not from working out. They're from diet. Most of your and, other, and genetics and genetics too. If you're, but well, mostly diet. I shouldn't say that as a definite, but. If you were well, uh, wondering mean, how to get abs and stuff like that, obviously it comes to strength. But even the person with like the the uh, less amount of muscle, if like soccer players and think think about like all the kids in high school soccer team, they're all skinny as hell because their calorie output is so big all day. But you know they they show off their their abs that are the skinny. Yeah, you know. Well, as I'm saying, I think a big part of the whole social media aspect of body, not dysmorphia, but just like the wanting to look like someone else's. You got to realize you'll never look, you'll never look like me and you'll never look like Levi. Thank God for you. But uh, like, you'll <laughs> never, only hell you look like me. <laughs> you'll never look like anybody. You have to, the only thing you look like is a better version of yourself. Exactly. And you, like, can't so you can't look like anyone else other than yourself. And that's why I said genetics. Obviously genetics is a giant factor in terms of what you do for fitness. It does not, it's not, it's a factor, but it's not a limiter. 
if that makes sense. Uh, Your genetics does not limit you for shit. If you want to be shredded as fuck and you want to have abs, you want to look like, you know, I just said you don't want to look like someone else. But if you want to look similar to like, let's say a bodybuilder, you can look just like a bodybuilder. I don't care if you have the worst genetics in the world, but genetics is a factor. You're not going to have a six pack if you genetically only have four pack of abs. You're not going to have a peaking bicep if your bicep is genetically shorter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, just trend hard, NFR give up, yeah. and and just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Those are steroids. Those were steroid puns, but um, I definitely agree. And I think what we were just talking about right before that, we, do, we went into don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself to social media. Oh, that's what I hate. I hate when um, TikTok is the new uh, social media. It's very, very volatile algorithm and stuff like that and you've probably seen once if you're even into fitness a little bit um do these was it do these four workouts for eight weeks to get abs have you ever seen that yeah it's been all i'm like oh my gosh like it's a lie it's all a lie do these do these five workouts every day for bigger pecs yes your pecs will get a little bigger but they're not gonna look like the guys in the video sure i mean i'm not gonna lie i did like a couple of those videos but I didn't, I never, I, I never say four. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I never say four. Like I never say do four these exercises and get abs now. No, I th- say do these exercises and get, but you know what? You know what? I don't mind those videos that they actually have some good insight. Like for example, I did a video like that for chest. It didn't blow up or anything. It got like a couple thousand views, but um, I think that if people can do those and have actual tips, like one of my tips in that video was squeezing your chest and contracting it and really focusing on the muscle almost feeling like it's about a burst. Like a lot of time I see quick ab routine, three exercises to get you abs in a week or in a, whatever you said, but it's like crunches, leg raises and planks. Yeah, the basics. Like very, very old shit, basically not old, but just things that aren't intuitive at all. They're broad. They're not, they're not telling you to engage your mind to muscle. Like how yeah. does that help you in any way? I don't mind if someone's like do these three tips and increase your squat by 60 pounds or a hundred pounds. And they're, you know, teaching you the mechanics of a proper squat and they're showing you, Hey, you should, if you have a safety barbell, like I just got at my house, um, try, try that, try different variations of squat, try low bar, high bar. This is how you low bar, this is how you high bar. I don't mind that. Obviously, like you said, the flashy shit, like eight week abs and eight week, you know, or whatever, uh, get, 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 get a hundred pounds on your bench press in one week by doing this one exercise is dumb. Or even something like just to add on what what you said with the safety bar and the tips you said, I like even simple stuff like. Hey, if you if you have a job where you sit a lot, um, try these three or four exercises to engage your abs more. And then if they For if sure. they can shed light in something in something educating you on how when you when you sit all day and you have a slight uh, pelvic tilt or hypolordosis or anything, there you, go. you might engage your hip flexors more than you do your lower abs. You know, yeah. stuff like that. I would but see, still that's appreciate in, that's way in, more. That's intuitive. Exactly. That's not that's not do these three exercises to get abs in. Yeah, weeks. like clapping push ups incline push-ups and like regular push-ups like that shit's garbage yeah have some sort of intuitive creative and smart content that goes with it and i think it's i mean but at the end of the day like me and you we aren't like soup we're not even close to famous so it doesn't matter what we think but i think it's do i think it's harmful not really because there's trash everywhere like there's garbage information everywhere Mm -hmm. it just it honestly depends on the person and everything in life you can't, especially when it comes to things that has to do with science, you can't force science out of what it, what it is. Like yeah. you, you can't, it's physically impossible for you to be 400 pounds and get abs in a week. They're truly bound by laws. Yeah. Yeah. They're bound by a specific 
factor yeah you know, that, that will never change something i actually appreciated a lot and never realized till like this conversation is do you do you know uh Bo at the gym he always has long 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 braids he looks like he fucking plays in the nfl he's huge does he play racquetball he plays racquetball a lot yeah yeah no, i don't yeah. know him personally but he, he's, he's a black awesome. dude right yeah he's, he's a big black dude he's, he's awesome and he's a personal trainer he always makes fitness fun and that, that's something that's very underrated and you um, you know, I wonder how many snowflakes are gonna get triggered by the, by the words "big black dude." <laughs> when you when you literally go up to Bo and be like, "Yo, you're the biggest black dude I've ever met in my life," you'd be like, "Thanks, bro. What's your name?" <laughs> he, he'll meet. He's a he's a, a teddy bear. He looks like a hard ass like two percent. He's got, he's got small calves, right? I don't think he has small calves. <laughs> no. no, no, dude. This guy's like, dude. This guy's built in every way possible. I'm thinking, man. Talk about free testosterone. He's <laughs> got like a lot, but. Um, he. I'm trying to think. Maybe he makes lifting fun. Like he'll do like push-ups, but he'll do push-ups up the stairs and literally go inverted with the person he's training. He's a personal trainer, obviously, and you do push-ups down the stairs. And like, you don't realize like you're focusing on just getting down the stairs without falling, and how how much you pushed yourself just to not, you know, eat shit. And then you're and you're laughing and like and he does he does he makes lifting fun. And obviously that probably doesn't seem fun. Sounds like that sounds horrible. No, I like stuff like that. Yeah. I really do. I don't like this. Is, I guess we can kind of not wrap up, but we can say a couple of our final thoughts. But maybe this might be one of our last topics. But you know what I don't like? Hmm. I don't like people in the fitness industry that hate on, or like maybe people just work out in general. Like I don't, I don't like when people do creative things like that. Like that requires. You know, that's creative, that's intuitive, that has its place, that can help somebody build muscle. But like someone that like power lifts is like, oh, that's dumb. That makes no sense. Like you should just do bench three by eight and, you know, progressive over. I know somebody just like that. They shut, they shut shit down just because like they that, don't dude. like to do it. Yeah, and they usually have the worst physiques in the world. Oh, they, like, they always have, they, they always look terrible. They're always, you know, I, I'm not trying to hate, but I'm going to put it out there because they're, you know, I know a lot of people like that. Like they'll put up like, keto is the biggest bullshit in the world i don't even do keto yeah. i do lower carbs because that's what i enjoy but i don't preach keto or anything like that and then they're like putting up on online keto sucks uh, if it fits you or whatever and, and they haven't even tried it and they've never tried it or they, they like the people that are out there that do it look way better than them yeah they perform way better than them you know they have you know a lot more people that and they have a lot of times they they bash something like let's just say that that exercise doing push-ups up the stairs or whatever the hell there is some stupid shit. Like there is some dumb things that people do mm. and we can all, maybe we can all whole fitness community can agree on that. But like something like that to where like, he's obviously probably doing it for like explosive training. Mm -hmm. The people that he's doing with probably are athletes. Well, um, yeah. The only guy he was doing it with was, was semi new to working now. Like not, he's not super beginner, but he's like just before intermediate. He looked like yeah, he just started getting some muscle on him and he just needed motivation. And when you go to someone like Bo, he's like, oh, I'll get you motivated. Like, yeah, what we're gonna do today. There's, there's no problem with doing yeah. anything like that. There's no problem with challenging yourself. I enjoy that type of stuff. I think like the other day when I was, remember when I did lunges around the neighborhood? Yeah. Like, I don't need to do that. I could do six sets of 50 reps on lunges and be fine or f through what, three sets or whatever. But I want to challenge myself. And to people out there, I, it, it really, it gets on my nerves sometimes. I see like these posts from like these, these fit in, these these like very I, I think it's in the powerlifting community they're very like very basic they're like if you do more than four sets you're overtraining and you're wasting your time and then you go out, look at their Instagram profile and they look terrible like they look like they don't even work out yeah. um but I don't know what your thoughts are on that I, I think that people should just allow others to express their creativity without criticism 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. a lot of these, like well, that bow guy probably has thought about a lot of, like I, I, I do a lot of weird workouts too. Like I do a lot of things that maybe not push ups up the stairs, but I'll do little, you know, things that maybe people don't know about. Cause I think why do the same thing everyone else is doing? If you think about something logically and like, let's say for example, the other day I was doing chest and I did dumbbell flies on a flat bench and I supersetted that with, um, with band flies. Cause I'm thinking in my head, dumbbell flies, you don't get a good contraction at the top, right? It's like a, not really a, a good position because the gravity of the way you're pulling is not, it's, it's not pushing your exactly wrist, resting on your joints. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you're more front delt when you're at the top, mm-hmm. but if you're doing a cable, since the resistance is coming from this way, mm-hmm. you get more tension here. Yeah. You know? Because you're, you're still, you're still countering the, the, where the weight's pulling at the top of the lift. So yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I get hundred percent. So I'll do uh, a fly, a dumbbell fly on the flat bench. And I'll superset that with the banded fly so I can focus on the contraction on the banded fly and focus on the eccentric load on the dumbbell fly. Mm. Just little things like that. I appreciate people. If more people can do stuff like that, more people can do stuff like what that guy Bo is doing with push-ups up the stairs or whatever it may be. I feel like there's a lot of different things that we can get into. Like, um, There's just so much out there that I can't even explain. But when people limit these type of creative outlooks on fitness, like when they limit you know, what people's spectrum of knowledge might be by downplaying them because they have doctor in front of their name um i think it's it sucks because it's uh there's a lot of cool things out there that people can do and help others it might be helpful towards them maybe not towards the person that says it's not but maybe towards this guy who likes you know being motivated who likes quick workouts that up the stairs push-up thing might have been the thing or whatever that might be um so that's just something i wanted to point out something i've seen in the fitness community is a lot of like bash towards bro science but honestly bro science for the most part always produces more results than base science only science like you know what i'm saying in my opinion i mean that might be a really bold statement but that's what i think that's right because a lot of times bro science is real science it's just nuances well, to it. what do you mean by bro science it depends i was i was i'm trying to level with you on what you're saying like for example bro science might be like training a body part three times a week like let's just say i have weak shoulders, oh, so I have weak shoulders okay. three times a week because well, i feel like it's going to help me like I said, there's a lot of nuances to what it is or bro science being like, you have to eat your meal within 30 minutes after your workout. Um, it's, yeah. it's important. I think, I think there's, well, it depends when, when you say the word bro science and anybody watching this, you think of multiple things. You think of the, the famous YouTube channel by yeah, Don Mazzetti. You think of, you think of, um, anything bro, like, like, like all brawn, no brain bros that just lift all day. And the only reason they're big, this is the only thing they do. But I think what you mean by, by bro science is um, the, the most mainstream ideas that are related to physical fitness and lifting that either get our common fallacies and stuff like that. I, could, I think we level with you and we could even do like a, a next segment on like um, facts. Yeah, like true well, or false or facts. Don't get me wrong. I like studies. I like science and I base everything off science. I'm probably more towards the science side, but I don't like when people bash bro science when the bro science actually makes sense. You know, obviously there's stupid yeah. things out there. Yeah, like, well, I don't like what's the um, high weight to get big and low yeah, reps to get bullshit. toned. that's bullshit. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Um, what, to, in what your head, because you're educated, your bro science is different from somebody else's bro science. Yeah. So, so maybe we get in, into something else because every time I hear like high weight to get whatever I just said, like, like I'm I said, just like, no. I uh, Let me rephrase. I like to base my exercise uh, philosophies in true science. 
but I like to be nuanced about it. You know what I mean? Okay. I like to nuance. Yeah, I, can, I can get behind that. So like a hybrid bro science. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I was, I wasn't sure what you're trying to say in your bro science. And I guess I, oh, you're about to say something. I was gonna say, for example, like there's a lot of people out there that talk about. I've seen this on multiple times. Like it doesn't matter how you squeeze the muscle or how you get a good stretch. All that matters is that you're overloading the muscle with weight and all that stuff is kind of like just extra. It, it doesn't it, matter. It depends. It, in my opinion, I think it's probably one of the most important things to uh, building an incredible physique. Not If you want to just get in shape and you just want to look good, that's fine. But if you want to truly look the best that you can look, push your genetic limits the way you can push it, it's not all about just lifting heavier or lifting more or doing, you know, doing more reps. It's about control contraction and um and effort and what's it called execution yeah and actually it depends i'm gonna answer that and then segue into one thing before you wrap up i uh it also depends on what you're going for what your end goal is so like there's sarcoplasmic gains and there's uh, how does it i think myofibrillar gains which is like the fibers so if you're in it's like hypertrophy versus strength training and i like to hybrid my workouts the beginning is always strength training like let's say chest day like set up heavy, like start with incline bench or flat bench press, something heavyweight, and then go down into your bodybuilding exercises, your time under tension, your hypertrophy. And even my girlfriend, she works when she works out with me, she has kind of adapted this. You start with your strength training, and then I go the rest for hypertrophy, squeezing, mind and muscle, time under tension, stuff like that. So when you think about what you're doing is what's repairing. When you're overloading the weight and you're, and you're, and you're, and you're just, it, oh, it doesn't matter about contraction, it's about overloading the muscle. Yeah, you're, you're tearing the fibers. That's myofibrillar gains fibrillar gains and if i'm if i'm pronouncing it incorrectly just tell me but um when you tear the muscle your body's like oh no we can't let this happen again it's overcompensated you build more muscle mm-hmm. when you're sitting there time you have a 20 pound dumbbell it's not heavy to a person like like you or me or a seasoned lifter you're just focusing on the tension you're depleting the atp like i said earlier the creatine phosphate the glycogen stores storages at a certain point in time and when your body says oh no we can't let that happen again it overcompensates for that. Let's put more of those in, more storages in. All right. And then, but that costs space. So you're going to need more muscle space. And, but they're both, they're both, they're not totally uncorrelated. When you do a lot of hypertrophy, you will gain some strength. When you do a lot of strength training, you will gain some hypertrophy. They're, they're one, they're not one and the same, but they're, they're definitely correlated with each other. And that's when it gets down to the science of it, you know? But last, oh, no, no, I was, was going to say the, the pump is one of the biggest things that I, I don't, I hate when people say that the pump is not important. I think the pump is equally as important as as progressive overload in terms of building pure muscle. Oh, in terms of I say in terms of hypertrophy, I think the pump is a good um not only is it motivating itself, but it's a good signal. It's yeah. like a it's like a speedometer on how how fast I'm you're, talking about you're building pure muscle. If we're talking about gaining strength, obviously the pump is irrelevant. Well, will you, will you you mean gaining Gaining muscle mass, hyper, like yeah, gaining mass. size. That that's it. Because pure muscle can be de- defined in your fibers versus well, storages. Just because you lift heavier doesn't mean that you're going to be putting yourself. Uh, doesn't mean that your body's going to have to go through the hypertrophic mechanisms. Yeah. Just because you're lifting heavier weights, that doesn't. Yeah. It's not always true. You will se. have some, but but the compass is pointing more towards actual muscle fibers than it is like the mass. Where when you go more towards hypertrophy. The compass is pointing t- a little more towards the, I think, the mass, the the store, the energy storages, and that's where the hypertrophic comes from because you're you're building a little bit more muscle, but you're also building. The pump is known as hypotrophy. It's like, uh, what's it called? It's not hypertrophy is permanent muscle gains. Hypotrophy is like 
um, instant muscle gain. Instant. It's when you get your blood, the blood fills the muscle. So you're instantly gaining muscle, mm-hmm. but it's not real muscle. Does that make sense? I guess. Um, I mean, I'm Latin prefix wise, hypos below. So like hypotrophy, I guess if your body is in a state of hypotrophy, it will temporarily get bigger to compensate for that in the moment. If that, that makes sense. Uh, well, I don't even know why I mentioned that, but what I was trying to say was the pump. If you think about it like this, the pump requires the body. There's a lot of uh, benefits for, for getting a pump. One of the benefits is fresh blood and oxygen into the muscle cells, help them recover faster, help them perform better. Mm-hmm. The more blood, the better. But the muscle cells, once they get full of blood, they expand. And if there's, let's say, a million muscle cells, the more they expand over time, the more the muscle wall and the fibers are going to grow. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a way that, in my opinion, logically, it makes sense. You can look it up scientifically. It'll help you grow muscle in the long term, too, because obviously one workout, when you get a pump, your muscles are inflated, per se. Mm-hmm. And what's the reason? Water, blood are being pushed into the cells. They're expanding mm-hmm. for the, the short for t- period, time being, so yeah. period of time. But over time, the millions of muscle cells that it happens to are going to eventually get bigger and bigger and bigger. That's instantaneous muscle growth. It's not true muscle growth. Hypertrophy is true muscle growth. Yeah. Um, so obviously hypertrophy and hypotrophy, the pump together, and logically, I don't know how much scientific data there is in, in just the pump. I don't think there's a lot of out there to begin with. I don't think they test much on just purely the pump and how it helps um you know in terms of like studies by taking participants and checking um like like i know there's a lot of strength training to show how strength training leads to permanent muscle growth but um there there is videos out there there's people doctors that talk about the pump and how the pump physiologically can help you grow muscle um obviously you need a mixture of both hypertrophy um is the permanent growth of muscle but hypotrophy which would be the pump um has an instantaneous effect which over time can compound and lead to hypertrophy yeah i totally get that and um I think we 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 could even get into like different types of muscle mass that you gain, like I was mentioning before. But um, as we as we you know um, circle around towards a close, I think um, I implore you if you if you haven't started lifting yet, or if you don't have any kind of physical fitness as a part of your lifestyle, I guarantee it helps you in so many ways more than one. Just just in thinking about like um, stress in all types. Is is kind of good for you, and like, and I mean, I'm religious, and I think that when you're put through lots of mental stresses and hard points in your life, I think it's for a reason. Because if you had the same amounts of stress as a 24 year old adult like me, as you did when you were 11, 11 years old in middle school, <laughs> you'd be pretty much a baby still, and you'd be the equivalent of a snowflake. And I think, um, I'm not trying to get too political, but I think a lot of the reasons that people are what we call snowflakes now, and they are getting to the point where they think their life's overloading. They're going into depression and things like that. Um, this is just my opinion, and I could totally get shamed for this. Like, I can even I can imagine everything shamed for this, but well, I think it's because they haven't gone through through enough before. And if life is really easy, and then all of a sudden it comes down on you, it can be really difficult. It, it can be really difficult, and I, I side with them. But I think the more hardships you're exposed to earlier, that's why in parenting is such a huge thing. My kid will not have it that easy. I, I will almost, Obviously, I'm going to love the kid. I'm going to spoil him to death. But there are gonna be some points in time where he's not gonna be able to have it easy. He's not just gonna be given everything. There's a lot of things he's gonna have to earn. And there's a lot of stresses that might be my fault on him. It's only gonna reward him later in life the way that my dad's rewarded me. And there's some things that I never saw why my dad did things. And I realized that it's made me the man I am today. 
I and, 100% agree. And I think um, when you go through that mental stress, you realize how much you can take. And even like, think like I never realized from all my instructors through um, EMT, fire, paramedic, all the certifications you go through to become a firefighter paramedic. The the reason that the test the testing processes is so stressful is to train you to think intelligently under high pressure. And I never realized that while you're getting yelled at all the time, while you're you're getting spit down your neck just because your water bottle was closer than six inches to the spot when you're filling up your water, you know, they're trying to stress you out to condition you. And you realize in the moment how much you hate them. And I'm sure you're like, dude, I'm, I'm a grown adult and I'm just trying to get the certification. And being yelled at like I'm a like twelve year old kid, you know, but they're 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 purposely trying to stress you out for your job, and if you didn't go through that, you might not have been able to perform at the same level when you're going through a real emergency scene um, during your employment, you know. And um, I think all that I just talked about mentally, same thing physically, and you realize how much they're linked as you grow and and you explore more into the field of physical fitness, the types of ways you grow. Um, whether it be hypertrophy, whether it be just uh, strength training, powerlifting, um, bodybuilding, and your 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 specific avenues that you specialize in when it comes to fitness, it could be circuit training, sports. Um, I think you'll realize how much you connect lifting with life. I would 100% agree with you on that. I think that throughout our many different trials and tribulations in this life, uh, we should be very grateful for the fact that we're able to find ways to push ourselves physically without, you know, putting ourselves in bad positions. I think the constant stimulus of the gym is an amazing way to continue to push yourself without literally pushing yourself. Yeah, because um, phys physical energy and mental energy is different. If yeah. you have, if you're going through a a fine time and you don't want to make your time worse, you're not gonna. Oh, I'm have a great relationship. I'm gonna break up this girl just to get stronger. You're not gonna yeah. do that, but but you're gonna you're gonna up that weight on on your on your well, lips you should if you're going through a bad relationship you should <laughs> oh no I'm bad. I meant a good, uh, good relationship okay, okay. if you're going through a good relationship you're like I need to get stronger <laughs> mentally yeah, you know what let me just toss this in, this wrench in the, yeah. in the tools yeah. um, but I think uh, I think um, it's losses losses are important um, you know hard times are important that's why I always I may have grown up maybe not experiencing a lot of pressure as maybe people that were less you know, fortunate than myself. Um, obviously, there's people that are way more fortunate than me and you growing up. But that's why I feel like in the past couple of years, I've put myself under more pressure to learn those skills. Because maybe, you know, when I was 14 years old, I wasn't, you know, finding out where my next meal was going to be at. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, recently, as I changed my mindset on things, I try to put myself under more pressure to kind of uh, guide myself into a more a state where I'm able to handle multiple things at once. Yeah. You know, I... I Three or four years ago, I was more. The only thing I was worried about was going to the gym. Uh, now that's like one of six things in the day. The gym, come back, or play video games, and that's life. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Honestly, though, real quick before we we head out, we close out. I do miss the days though in high school once in a while of just getting home, taking a nap. I haven't taken a nap in years, but taking a nap, training, and eating like a king, going to sleep, sleeping in, restart, restart. <laughs> school bullshit all day. School, social media, and school, social media, and school, friends, blah blah making fun of teachers, <laughs> going home, having a fat meal, no respect. taking a two hour nap, going home, getting home at four, because I was going to Suncoast, eating a giant meal around 4.30, bullshitting on social media for 20, 30 minutes, taking a nap for an hour and a half, waking up at 6.45, 7, having another meal, getting to LA's Fitness at 7.45,
coming back home at 9.45, eating another fat meal, going straight to bed, getting yeah. up and the same thing. You, yeah, you, you definitely, you don't find how much love you have for the routine until it's gone. Yeah. but I um, mean, my life will never be like that again because I have bit more goals. And that's another thing. When you get into something like physical fitness and mental and getting mentally tough, you start to wonder what you can do, you know? Yeah, so and actually, this is one of the biggest things. This is actually one of the reasons I started a conversation. You don't realize that the bigger your goals are, the harder, the har- the more work you put on yourself. And that goes to real life too. If your life is really easy, you have to really self-analyze. Is it easy because you've worked so hard, you've finally gotten to a point that you've achieved? Or is it so easy because your goals aren't very high? That's true. I'm not saying life should be hard. I wish, I wish upon everyone that they live their dream. Because I know some people, their dream is to have two kids and go to work and return every every day to their home and and some people don't get that don't get that some people have lost a loved one and they don't just get to sit at home with their family have a have a nuclear family that they yeah. enjoy the time with each other all the time and and life's it for everybody but um just going to work and back and doing nothing but watching tv and stuff like that there's nothing wrong with that but when you start to like you said include more goals and include things that you want more if they're true goals that aren't instant gratification, they're going to require work most of the time. A hundred percent. And sorry, I want to add this last thing. I, I remember mentally, I was talking to my German the other day and he was like, when, well, let's say we're doing nine hours in the studio and I would have never been able to handle that if, when I just first started the band. I get this fatigue. Our, our producer has the fatigue. My, our drummer's like, his head's against the door. We started at, you know, 12 or one and it's almost, you know, nine or 10 at night and we're just like fuck we've been at this mentally forever i love that feeling because it's almost it, that's like the mental pump i know nobody likes that but that that back to your neck stress and that 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 weird heat that you feel and that mental fatigue and you, you can nod off any second if i sit in a chair that to me is like yeah, i've worked hard yeah. something's good coming out of this and and Definitely. i worry about other people's i'm like hey you're right you want me to get your caffeine but for me i'm just like fuck yes and have you seen that that meme it's like how oh, there's a two like they look like regular just Frat boy's working out and and he's he's like pretending to yell at his friend. He's like, "What do we do with our feelings?" He's like, "We hide them in our muscles." He goes, "And how do we hide more feelings? We get bigger muscles." <laughs> Have you seen that? No, I haven't. It's so funny. But, check it out. But like, yeah, I, I think that's that's almost like a funny meme, but in a way of saying like, yeah, as you get bigger and you get and you practice your physical stress, that should be indicative and also metaphorical. Or the more you go through in this life, definitely. the more you'll be able to handle. I definitely agree. Well, I appreciate Levi for another podcast, um, even though this is his show. So thank you for having me on. It's not my show. This Sorry. is The Buff Talk by, by Matt Wen. No, 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 no. It's The Buff Talk by Levi Ruiz. Um, but we appreciate you guys for watching. This was a great episode. We can't wait to see you guys on the next episode of Buff Talk. So stay tuned for that. We're hopefully going to be expanding our, our operations and having more and more uh, different talks and well we're gonna have more talks anyway but expanding operations maybe get some people uh, to come out and check out this little thing we got going on here change up the scenery a little bit so we got a lot of different things we're just trying to put all these con- this content together trying to get this project rolling out so we appreciate you guys for watching we appreciate you guys for subscribing to our channel by now we should have a thousand subscribers so thank you for the 16 dollars checks that you guys are writing water buffalo we appreciate <laughs> it yeah um it's it's honestly having fun and i love how we welcome digression sometimes I love I I enjoy like talks and talk shows and stuff like that, but the thing I enjoy about this one is we just it doesn't matter if we go off topic. 
Yeah. Let's enjoy the conversation. And we it's usually productive a certain way anyway. For sure. So, Anyways, have a good one, guys. Yeah. And um till next care. time. Peace. I'm Levi. This is Matt. Yep. We're Levi Ruiz. This is old school Matt. <laughs> this is the bottom. <laughs> All right. Peace.